Five. We're almost there. We're there. All right, everybody. This is Babe Talk. Yay. Woo! Yay. Oh, this is so exciting. I know, right? It's Welcome exciting. to. Uh, hello there, everybody. Um, this is Babe Talk. Today we have an awesome guest. Has been doing a lot of things in the punk community that's not as traditional as what we used to. We have Sheridan Allen of Punk Talks. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. We have Tony Peppers that's co-hosting alongside me. What's up? And we have our beautiful, wonderful Ashnick. Hello. Today it will be her last show. Bittersweet, bittersweet, but we're excited. Bittersweet. We're not making any mention of that for the rest of the show, because if so, I might cry. Um, <laughs> Your voice just cracked up. Me too. Me too. Like, like shit's gonna get a little weird. Um, I'm Molly, and um, let's go. So, um, we start off every episode by asking our panelists how their day was, and today we're gonna ask Tony first. Tony, how was your day, kid? Um, my day was pretty cool. I did radio again. Um, they deleted all the good music. We have a new music director, and um, I don't know if anyone in radio listens to this, so I can't really say a lot. I can't speak my mind, but... Almost everything I play during my show is gone. Like all my go-to songs, they're all gone. They got rid of um, they got rid of Cake, they got rid of Wilco, and they got rid of Run the Jewels. How dare you touch Run the Jewels? You know, I don't know. If you haven't listened to Run the Jewels yet, you're missing out. But um, other than that, with what's your the jewels? reason? Hmm. What's the uh, reason? Puns. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> what did you say, Ollie? I said, oh, well, I, I was asking, like, how come your, your, um, um, they took off Run the Jewels? Or the rest of the bands, for that matter. Like, how come they, they, they went to, like, a purge of, of music tree? I don't know. Sometimes songs just come and go, but, like, they just, they just said, fuck you, Tony Peppers. I don't care. But so I don't know. Just come and go as if it's just, just like, you know. Yeah, like, sometimes they'll <laughs> update the library. I don't know. It's... Okay, I'm, I'm like, are they, are they leaving on their own accord, or like... Yeah, yeah, no. People are just putting new music on there, and when they do, they sometimes have to, like, trim stuff off, and they just delete my stuff, and I get really sad, but whatever. Oh, I still oh, do good okay. shows. Well, there you go, see? You still got a show. Ashnick, yeah. how was your day, love? Hello. Um, it was good. It's, like, really warm here, so I took my dogs to the beach... And I went grocery shopping, and I hung out with my best friend right now is in D.C. for an internship. But her and her, um, I'm really good friends with her mom. Like, we're, all of us are, like, really tight. Like, she lives right down the street. I call her, like, my aunt. Like, that's how, that's how close we are. Ollie, you're lighting. Just I, yeah, I, I <laughs> it's weird. I no longer have a lamp, so I can't do the lighting effect. And I'm like, this is too much light. And the only source of light that I have right now is a um, lava lamp that's kind of loading. Ooh, <laughs> a loading but, lava lamp. But I am too black. That shit's not lighting for me well. So I'm just going <laughs> to use the light of God. So, <laughs> so that's going to be a thing. Praise it. Praise it. Praise it. Praise it, Lord. I don't really care. Do whatever you want. Praise it. Don't praise it. <laughs> hey, um, kids, take a Bible smoke it. No, don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to go. <laughs> Yeah, pretty pretty chill day. Um, I helped my my friends asked me to be a part of a, a different podcast. What's it's gonna debut soon? I'm not gonna say too much, but they no, asked go, me no, to no, 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 go right ahead. Like, 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 I was excited when I when I was hearing about it. So, um, okay, well, it hasn't been like officially like announced yet, but it's an all female podcast. It's going to be a part of Modern Vinyl. If you guys are familiar with ModernVinyl.com, which is basically what it sounds like. It's a lot of vinyl talk and music and stuff. So. 
I'm just really excited that it's like an all-girl thing because I feel like we are so lacking female podcast hosts, especially in the music scene. So that, and now I'm on Babe Talk with you all. Well, yeah, <laughs> things, things are happening in life and things are cool. Oh, yes, they are. <laughs> oh, yes, they are. So, Sheridan. Hello. Hello, what's up? <laughs> um, I'm just hanging out. Am I supposed to tell you how my day was? Absolutely. Tell you me want how to know, Sheridan. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't. I'm sorry. I'm going to ask everybody my... but our actual guest. <laughs> my day was actually very weird. Um, I know that all of you guys follow Punk Talks on Twitter, and I had tweeted this morning that um, in my office on Wednesdays are our paperwork days, and they call them lockdowns. So, like, we're not supposed to answer any client phone calls or leave or anything like that. Um, and usually I spend most of my day like doing home visits and things like that with my clients. Um, but Wednesdays you're not supposed to at all. And I had said how bored I was and then I got a really high risk case and like four more cases all at once. So I was like running around all day like in and out of like psychiatric hospitals and like foster care placements. It was pretty... Uh, Pretty exciting, I suppose, in the life of a child protection worker. But, uh, you know, it was not too bad. I had some enchiladas, and I watched Breaking Bad. So, like, everything's hey. good. There you go. Good <laughs> way enchiladas to end and then Netflix makes everything better. Exactly. Especially Breaking Bad. Specified Breaking Bad. I just did started that show give me a lot of feelings? Yes. Yes, it did. Oh, my God. Just, ugh. I no, give you I, full permission to call me during season five. Like the second half of season five, oh when you God. get seriously emotional, like I'm here for you. Because <laughs> no one was there Thank for you. Because no Thank one wanted to say come up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> support is important. Great, fantastic, good to know. Now, I'm on like season three, and like shit just like it was weird. I had first tried to get through the series, and like I think the first time it was like, eh, it was kind of rough. And then like out of nowhere, they're just like, all right. Um, it's gonna go like this, I and now here's the story, and now we're just gonna get you hooked. And exactly, like, oh, exactly. Season one kind of lagged a little bit, but then, damn, it picked right back up. Mm. Um, season one, where he makes fake meth, and he just blows up half of a building while he's still in it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> season one was slow? There were a few episodes that kind of dragged a little bit, but it's good now. Fair. Yeah. Um, the well, first yeah. couple episodes, everyone was like, I was like, what's the deal with Breaking Bad? Like, I watched, like, three episodes. Like, I don't care. And then, like, something just switched. And I was like, oh, my God, everything about this is so important. Like, it just, it happened. It's literally just like a backpack with a rocket. They're just like, eh, here, just hit, just look at us, look at us, look at us. All right, now catch us. It's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Now, exactly. it's, it's very weird. Yes. I'm the type of person that will actually skip first season shows. Um... Arrested Development is one of my favorite shows, but I'll avoid the first season, like The Plague. I'll avoid first season of Really? Uh, I thought yeah. you meant, like, you haven't watched them at all. No, I'll, I'll, I'll force myself to go through one season, and then, like, it's either, like, hit, hit or miss. Like, with, with Breaking Bad, it was very easy to get into, but with Arrested Development, it was hard to get through. Um, I tell my friends, just skip season one of Archer. I think everything from that point on is perfect. Um... What other shows? Um, the Boondocks kind of has a eh, kind of like there's some gems within there, but I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm weird when it comes to, to first season. Is that like anyone else that's um supernatural? I just fucking skip the first season. I skip the first season a lot. I like watch the last three episodes. 
Let's Parks see. and Rec. Parks and Rec's a perfect. Parks and Rec. How do you exactly how do you the first season of Lost though? Like that seems. I was no, no, no. Yeah, when I rewatch like, it, when I rewatch oh, it, okay. I skip it. I watched the last three episodes. Yeah, of it, no, you have to like, watch. Like you have to no, watch no, no, the I've first season. Lost. I can, I'll educate you on Lost, but like rewatches, it's so hard. It's so hard. There's too much Kate backstory. <laughs> I hate Kate. How do you hate Kate? Kate was like. Kate, because she got some. She's annoying. She's annoying, and she's flip floppy, and she is one step away from Claire. She is one step away from Claire. No, Claire. Claire was like, 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 like that innocent girl. My baby. I, well, My don't, well, she, she had, I mean, for shit fire, she had a child on an island. I mean, I think like once you go like, through labor and then like, like you know, actually have a child, and you're just like, well, fuck. There's no hospital, no civilization, and I have a. <laughs> I have an ex-drug, not drug dealer, um, drug addict for a boyfriend that he seems pretty okay. Noticing a lot of them, what else do I have to pick from? I have sociopath A, B, C, or D, or the drug addict. Or Hurley. <laughs> or Hurley, or Hurley. True. Yeah. The man that, that was not able to lose a single bit. And we're, the, fuck Bay Bay Talk, we're just going to talk about loss for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I'm down. And that oh, oh. We'll, we'll talk loss. We'll talk. We'll talk. Um, punk talks, and that's it. We're gonna, we're gonna perfect perfect evening. Perfect evening. Yeah. Perfect evening. But anyway, um, first subject that I did want to jump into is actually more directed to the women of um, our panel tonight. Um, there was recently an article that um, our, um, all press had put out about women going all around to um, shows all by themselves, like. Uh, I, I, Ashley, I think you know more. About I have this so than many that. words about this that okay. I'm gonna be calm. I'm gonna be rational about this because this let, like let, 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 let's start with like how, how the article had had begun and then. Okay, so the article it's it's not even that long. It's just a few it makes a few points about like oh like it's fun to go to shows with your friends, right? But when you're a girl and you have to go alone, especially when you're a girl, it's horrible. And here's why. And it's just like, you don't know what to wear, or like, unwanted male attention, or judgment. Oh. There's literally a bullet point in this article that talks about being judged at shows. And I'm just like, it, ugh, it just really pissed me off. Because, okay, mm -hmm. I don't like going to shows alone. Obviously, I want to go like with a friend or whatever. It's, it's fine. I don't care what gender you are. I think it's kind of nice to be with a companion of some sort. Right? I'm putting that out there. True, yeah. But for someone, the author of this, who I, I assume to be a woman because she talks, you know, as if she speaks from experience, this person makes all women who attend shows sound like we are fragile little lambs who need to be on a leash. And it made me want to throw up in my mouth every sentence I read it because it pissed me off so much. None of these things are really gender specific. Like, a guy can get unwanted female attention. Someone else of any other gender could feel unsafe walking to their car in a parking lot. Like, it, it, uh, it really made me angry. It's just like, why, why do this to yourself? If this author is a woman, why be like, I don't like going to shows alone. It sucks. Like, I've been going to a bunch of shows by myself since I got home because, like, I just graduated college, so all my friends are kind of everywhere. And, like, I go by myself, and it's not, like, the greatest thing in the world, but you don't have anyone else's schedule to stick to. to, stick to. No one's asking you to put stuff in your purse because you're the only friend who brought a purse. Like, True. <laughs> oh, it just really made me angry, and I was like, 
no, 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 no. And in Spanish, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> right, there you go. Anyway, whatever. Now, now, Nasrita, do you do, do you go to shows by yourself, or do you typically find by yourself with a bunch of friends? Um, this is actually like part of the like kind of conception of punk talks was because I have always like throughout my life been totally isolated from any type of like real scene at all. Like the um, I grew up on a like in a little farm town in northern Indiana. And uh, there was not, I mean, a, there was, it was unheard of. Like, punk bands were not a thing. So I was really into, like, bigger bands. And then now I live in uh, the, the Kentucky side of the greater Cincinnati area. And the closest scene to me is either Cleveland or there are a few, uh, like, bands coming out of, like, the Somerset area, which still there's, like, you can count on one hand. Um, and I have spent most of my time here going to shows alone, like totally alone. I will sometimes drag my roommate um, and some of my sorority sisters, but I I go to shows more uh, alone more often than not and will like drive considerable distances to do so. Like I almost prefer it at this point. So the idea of not, I don't know, <laughs> like it just, that seems like bizarre to me that like, women would avoid, that any human would avoid going to a show alone because, like, they don't know what to wear. Mm. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's very stupid to me. Like, I am, uh, one of the lesser known things about me, I guess, is that I am, like, a shameless, like, one of the shameless brand new fans. Like, I have gone to see them, I've driven hours and hours to see them for very long periods of time over the years and have almost always gone by myself. It's like a thing that I do. Like, I just go alone. Um, I drove to Nashville to see them by myself in October. So, like, I don't... Un that's like a foreign concept to me, that a woman would be afraid to go to a show by herself because, like, she doesn't want to walk to her car. I wouldn't yeah, have it, such an issue with this article if it wasn't specifically about girls. Like, it's... These are problems that happen to people who go to shows, like, by themselves, regardless of what your gender is. Like, yeah, you're going to be more self-conscious, I guess, if you're standing by yourself, but that doesn't mean, like, oh, my God, my jeans aren't skinny enough, which means, like, I can't go to this show tonight and just everything is terrible. I have no friends. Like, everything's well, awful. See, like, that, shut the fuck I, I, I've, right. had that, I've had that issue happen quite a few times. To be like, man, these skinny jeans don't go with, like, with, no. with, like I my, used my to work in Hot Topic. I'm sure you don't have problems with skinny jeans. Well, it's it's coordinated out there because like if I have stuff in the laundry, and I'm just like I have to have my green skinnies, but like I don't have like an actual black top. Like like shit gets a little rough. Yeah. But like I, I mean, I I actually grew up like going to shows um predominantly by myself. I I a lot of shows that I had gone to were in Philly, and I I was just like it's music and I like the band, so like why in the world wouldn't I go? And what was weird, right? I mean, like, exactly. Like, 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 if the music exists, it's gonna be like, oh shit, I can't, I, I have no friends, so therefore no music. I just hate that's the insane fact to that, me. Like, like a lot of. Sorry, go ahead. I'm gonna continue sorry, my uh, dance for a second. A lot of, like <laughs> I said, uh, there's not really a scene around here at all. But a lot of bands come through, like uh, Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati, like uh, 
the Menzingers were just here. Foxing and Me Without You are coming oh. next week. Oh, and, nice. Uh, there was, oh my gosh, there was one week in February where um, it was Runaway Brother was one night, Cayetano was the next night, and uh, Into It Over It was the night after that. It was just like oh, insane. That's, so, yeah, that sounds but, None of my, I mean, all of my music friends, like, exist on the internet, basically. Um, none of my friends, like, in my, you know, real life, I guess, are really into, like, music at all. So, I, I mean, you know, why would I not go to a show just because I don't want to go alone? Going anywhere by yourself, like, to a social gathering of any kind alone is, like, uncomfortable. But, like, I don't think being, being a woman, like, makes you... I don't know, immune to, like, feeling awkward. You know what I mean? Or, like, being so a man annoying. doesn't make you immune to feeling awkward. It's so annoying that they singled out, like, why it sucks to be a woman alone in a show. Like, and that's the there are a lot of reasons why it sucks to be a woman. Through the, the list that, that was provided, it just seemed as if, like, I... Hashtag girl problems, like, like, oh, like, I'm going to the mall, but, like, I already bought all the clothing. Like, what? Like, like, like the authors seem very, like... Um, I don't want to say like... I, One of my friends posted this, and the recurring comment was like, did, did a 15-year-old from 2008 teleport Literally, to our, yeah. our current yeah. time and write this article? Because, like, the one thing that's also, like, the most annoying thing about this whole article, at least in my opinion, is, like, I mean, I started reading AP when I was, like, 14, 15. I must have been at least early middle school when I started reading AP. Of course, because it has all your favorite bands in it. Why wouldn't I read it? Of course. And I'm... So not okay with the fact that so many who love AP and want to be involved and, you know, go to Warped Tour, go to shows, support their scene, they're going to read this and think, wow, it does suck to go to shows by myself as a girl. Like, guys can do it. I can't. But I guess... I better know, not. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, I don't want that to be the impression that's left on these young, malleable minds. Like, girls, you can do whatever the fuck you want, and if you let a stupid magazine article tell you otherwise, just, no, don't. Tattoo that on every girl's face. Do what you want to do. Do not just avoid going to shows because fucking AP Magazine told you not to. Like, like actually, Seriously. You know that Because that is going to leave, like, a very shitty impression to, like, the people that just casually would walk by because like all press i can easily see that just making like a centerfold like 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 you know feature and girls would just or any anyone for, for that matter is going to pull out open an article and be like well fuck nope and then that's it and that that that, that sucks a lot because like it's not something that, I'm, that I, I would be able to let like you know resonate with but i have seen scenarios in which like like, like you know you don't want to have a bad impression on kids and be like no stop please baby do this and that sucks a lot oh it just really annoys me and i really so. just Ugh, it makes me angry, and I just want, like, if you're a girl and you go to a show by yourself, like, who cares? I don't care what you identify as, male, female, otherwise, you do you. But there should be no, even if, 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 even if I was a guy looking on, you know, third-party perspective, like, onto this article, no one gender should be singled out as, like, you are the gender in which it sucks the most to be alone at shows. Like, why yeah, are I we doing what, this? I think what, what they tried to do was jump on an activist trend and just did it so totally wrong. And oh. I think in, so, so, like, in what they were trying to do in, like, 
saying, I think they were trying to jump on the activist trend and say, like, you know, here's an issue you should be aware of. But I think what they were inadvertently doing was saying, you know, it was like perpetuating this idea that women are unsafe at shows because the men in our scene treat them in a way that would make them feel that way. And, you know, like, the number one way to feel safe or not uncomfortable at a show is, like, to not behave like a shithead. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, guys, and it actually starts at men. <laughs> Some of the most meaningful relationships that I have found within music have been with other women because we are a community within a community. Mm -hmm. And I would not, you know, like music is the reason that those relationships exist. And so, you know, going to a show alone, you know, not meeting other women that are at shows, like, you know, why would I do that? That would just limit me so heavily from so many incredible people. So, you know, I hope that if there are any young women listening that you go to all the shows you want whether you have somebody to go with you or not so, and men don't be dicks you know and men don't, don't be dicks <laughs> i'm so, looking at my so. calendar and i think next thursday what we'll do is we'll start hashtag burn all ap mags and um <laughs> so, hey guys we're gonna we're gonna make an instagram send us your burning of ap mag Dude, literally like 80% of the wall behind my wall cam right now would be gone because it's all AP. I'm pretty sure I, I just like I just got let go from Hot Topic for say, saying that, so no more 40% oh, for me like, Well, I'm reading through this article now because I'm going to admit I hadn't read it until now because I'm not a girl, yeah, so I it didn't really apply to me. But like, it's I am very a girl short, and I didn't read it because it was stupid. got to take away your girl. But like, now. I mean... I totally agree with you, Sheridan, though, because it points out all these problems, but, it, like, it does perpetuate them, but the worst part is is it doesn't really even give any solutions. It doesn't say, hey, no, it's, you don't it's, want it's attention, just, you're a girl that you goes and It's just, ooh, ooh, guys, talk right. to me. Ooh, I don't know if these leopard leggings and toms are going to look nice at Breathe Carolina. Ooh, <laughs> this girl just wants to record Kelly Quinn, and I want to, and I want to enjoy it. Ooh, problem. Ooh, problem. Not, hey, here's what you should do instead. It's just, it's. It's whining. Problem number one it's is like, hey, don't go, go see Breathe Carolina. <laughs> Yo, my girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't <laughs> see Breathe Carolina. Sorry, I shouldn't say that, things like that. that way. Oh, no. I ended up seeing Breathe Carolina like three times within the span, or two, two, twice within the span of three months, I think. Both, like, not planned. Once was in Austin for South by Southwest. This is uh, last year. Just kind of randomly walked into a venue and... Breathe Carolina was there. And then they were at Skate and Surf as well. And I was like, wow, I feel like I just saw you a few months ago. I didn't play any of these tendencies. <laughs> Wait, were you, at safe and you were at Skate and Surf? No, this is uh, 2013. Like, this is a few I years am, ago. I, I literally almost was about to detach my foot and, and, and... Never mind. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to know where that was going off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was it was going, going up your ass. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at neither performance did I see someone wearing leopard leggings or tongs. So, because it's, it's not 2009, believe it or not. I can't. I, whoa, I, this whoa. article would have me believe otherwise. <laughs> Whatever. And there we go. Whatever. 
You guys can't see the bottom half of me, but I'm actually wearing leopard leggings <laughs> and toms right now. I could, I could feel it. I really could. I, I could feel, feel your seenness just radiating through the internet, Tony. Yeah, I got a jar of do glitter. Do you sell peppers with a dollar too. sign? Yeah, actually, I do. And the E's are Euro signs. It's very chic. It's very chic. It's very chic. Right. Nice. And it's all one word. Your first and last name are all one word. Tony Peppers. Oh, yeah, Tony Peppers. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's, like, really excited. In all capital letters. Yeah, but there's a height there between Tony and Peppers. <laughs> it's a silent exclamation point. Yep. <laughs> so, um, in, in recent news, Front Bottoms were assigned to um, Fueled by Ramen. Because apparently it is 2009 again. <laughs> <laughs> she was waiting. Oh, I was. I set it up and you know, I don't regret anything. Oh yeah, so that was perfect. I'm very excited though. I'm super excited. I, it took, Me too. It took me a long time to realize. Like, I mean, I heard of the front bottoms years ago back when like, you know, Tal and the Hawk, they were, you know, riding that wave. Mm. And... It took me a long time to realize they weren't signed. Like, I don't know what label I thought they were on. I would assume they'd be something like Top Shelf or maybe something, Run for Cover. Yeah. But, like, I never realized they were unsigned. And then I know they had that Record Store Day split this year with GDP, was it? Like, mm -hmm. oh, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think so. Signed. Yes, and I so, yeah. and I was, like, confused. I was like, wait, who, what? Late, what? Huh? And then I saw the news yesterday, and I was like, whoa, okay. Oh, awesome. shit. I mean, they, 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 they did the thing. They did the thing. Cadio snaps. Snaps to the front bottoms. I'm very excited. I think that they'd do better on, like, Triple Crown or something like that, but I'm very excited about Fueled by Ramen because you got to look at all the bands that have come from there. Oh. We've had Fall Out Boy. We've had Gym Class Heroes. Paramore. The Academy is. Paramore. Cobra Starship. Oh, 21 Pilots. Fun. I, Can I, I get feel like disco? I'm in high school again. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> think about how cool they are. Less than Jake. Less than Jake. But yeah, like, I'm excited night. for Field by Ramen to be relevant again, honestly. Like, I've been waiting. I've been writing my time. But they're so relevant. They're not relevant. You think they're not relevant because you're not yeah. paying attention. But, like, Ooh, all shit. the big rock fans. Oh, no, she's right. Fire! No, it's because. Oh, no, wait a minute. The way that I, like, really. The way that I really feel, like, I gauge relevance, I guess, is self-centered way. What I think that I meant and should have said is I'm excited for underground bands to be relevant again. I'm excited I to watch you. like base, basement bands be on the radio. I'm ready for it. I feel like Field it's by Ramen kind of takes these weird, quirky, like, oh, they could be really great, but if they don't have the right team, they don't do anything type bands. These kind of, you know, like weird, funky, zany, like I guess back in 2009, it was more of like the neon bands, you know, Cobra Starship oh, and stuff yeah. like that. But I like that. Like, I think the front <laughs> bottoms have a, a, a enough traction right now that, like, to have a label swoop in at this point is a really smart move because, like, it's. I mean, front bottoms going along pretty well, but with Fueled by Ramen, like, it's gonna be. And I'm excited for that. Now, see, like, like, what's it gonna be to like see them on like MTV and shit like that? That's like, like, weird. But like, their name is Vagina. I'm sorry. It wait, Tony, really I, is. I can, <laughs> you broke Ashnick. Hold on, wait. <laughs> I just, I just the, the the delivery of that was just like so. Just, 
Mm, letting you know that fact. It's upon us. It re you know, as much as we hate it, as much as we like got the shit kicked out of us in middle school for, you know, in the in the heyday of scene, like mm. the emo revival, like this is it, you know? It really I is. This, I want the revival of Fueled by Ramen. Not that Fueled by Ramen needs a revival, but I want like <laughs> this sudden boost of of Fuel by Ramen to be the Neon Revival, like, is it happening? Uh, now, see, it would be so weird because, like, we're so old and we're gonna want this so bad and we're gonna revert to, like, the, 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 the bad, awful decisions that we made back then care. and it would be okay. And, like, and, look, like, that's, look that's at all the thing. fucks that I give about the bad decisions <laughs> I've made. Like I'm gonna be a six, I'm gonna be a six two nigga, like you know, rocking like light blue, and and I'll break out all my skinnies. I I will show each and every one of them the all the converses Good. that I had with all the goddamn laces. I was I was fucking king. Man. I had like was... super skates, like those bands that are like they're like almost boots, but like you fold them over because they're so tall. Oh, like, I had oh those. my god, yeah, and like, oh like the, the the Osiris. Stop yeah, it. like um, Osiris. I 1000% still own the first pair of Converse's, the pink ones, that I got in seventh grade, which was 12 years ago, for all of you, um, that are signed yeah, by Brendan like, Urey the first time I ever saw oh, it was, it was the, so best, the best tour I've ever seen. To this day, it was uh, in order. The lineup in order was Panic at the Disco. This was before I Write Sins, Not Tragedies had come out, so nice. no one knew who they were. Wow. Um, Panic at the Disco, Boy, Boys Night Out, The Starting Ooh. Line, wow. Motion City Soundtrack, Fall Out Boy. Bless. Eat my ass. What? Yeah. That is too much. <laughs> that is yeah, that is, that is way that too much. Get out of town. I was Get out. I was 14 and my parents let me skip school and like drive with my my friends. I was a freshman in high school and I met Brendan Urie and he signed my Converse. It was the like to this day coolest thing that's ever happened to me. I tell everybody about that tour. I it was I love that I story. was 14. So it was sweet. ridiculous. Like, like 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 that story is like so beautiful. It's like it's it's like a it's like that time period's Perfect MySpace. Seriously, even like now, as a 24-year-old, like that would still be my dream tour. Absolutely, I would <laughs> yeah, go to it. Day. And oh, thank absolutely. God, oh, yeah. thank God, the emo revival is back because now I can wear those bad boys with pride, and everyone will be so impressed with me. And see, what I love was that, like, right? I wasn't going to give you, like, any validation to owning those sneakers if they weren't signed by somebody. Because I'm pretty sure back then, like... They were. Brendan Urie. Mm-hmm. Like, you <laughs> had, like, all the quotes on them. We had, like, all the, um... Oh! I can the... get them right now if you want. They have oh, show so many something oh, corporate lyrics are written on those shoes. Yeah, I see. I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love everything. I think oh, the God. only thing that can make that show more emo or more seen is if Johnny Craig was selling MacBooks in the back. God, he probably was. <laughs> I remember so clearly, like, one of my friends, like, 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 or whatever, on Facebook was posting, like, like, this is, like, he was dead serious. It was like, hey, guys, Johnny Craig is selling a bunch of his old computer gear. I have his actual phone number if you want to get in touch. And it wasn't because he was trying to help Johnny Craig. It was definitely like, hey, guys, I have Johnny Craig's phone number. And then oh, once yeah. that story <laughs> broke, I was like... 
oh shit, son. Like, oh man. That's hilarious. God. I like that it's still like a joke that we can make today. Like, it's still funny. Like, I, appre- <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, Johnny Craig, for being in the existence. But fuck you, Johnny Craig, for rooting Isles and Glaciers because, come on. <laughs> true, true. That was one yeah. Hollow Super Group. And they were, like, they were, like, teasing something recently. They are like, oh, yeah, to stay tuned for announcements. And it was, like, a remix of an EP that came out, like, four years ago or something. Like, oh, because that's what everyone's waiting yeah. on, you know. Yeah. Oh, remixes, yes! Yes! Synth beats. I'm going to oh. put that right right next to, what, what was it? The dance remix of Dance Dance. Oh, I'm going to put this next to my Green <laughs> Carolina record. <laughs> I'm gonna, this I'm is like go the sixth time we've talked about Brief Carolina tonight. I don't think we've ever talked about Brief Carolina God. as much as until tonight. I've never talked about them this much in my life as I have in <laughs> the last 40 minutes. See, you know what like breaks my heart, though, is that like I was kind of into them for a little bit, and then I remember my friend was like, yeah, let's go see, I think... Oh my god, my best friend was like, we're gonna go to this show. It was Breathe Carolina, someone else, Attila, and like someone else. And it was just a bad time. Oh, Dr. no. Dracula? Doesn't matter who else. I, Dr. Acula? I feel like oh. that sounds like <laughs> that would go the gap to Attila and Breathe Carolina. It was just so painful. And like, I haven't listened to Breathe Carolina since like high school. Breathe so Carolina like, has like, a like, sick you know, cover some, of like, Beat It, tech- though. They had what? They had a really sick cover no, on. One of the, oh, which, sorry, sorry. I can't remember which uh, punkos it is. Sorry, we're like totally overlapping each other. They have a really awesome cover of "Beat It" by Michael Jackson. I'm more like the punkos pop. No, I remember that. Yeah, and I re- that's about all the I can fuck with. Yeah. That it existed. That like but, punkos like, pop though. Like, like that had a heyday in the ne- in in the neon phase. Well, you know? like, it was I actual love that shit. like the bit. Yeah, man. I'm so mad that they just like pulled so far away from like what the actual like punk goes like. They have punk goes. They have bands covering Paramore on there. Yeah, is, which is that right? Like, it's, it's sensual. It's, in, it's are it's, you it's like joking? It's like a goat eating a goat. It made. It doesn't make I sense. Exactly. Like, like ultimate, you're turning against your own kind. I feel like it's the ultimate full circle because now Paramore is like a mainstream pop act, which is like weird to me. Like, it's just. That I remember talking bad. about this in the past episode too. I was like, um, they covered "Ain't It Fun." Like, what the fuck is this? And which is like cool. Like, I'm glad Paramore has this success. Like, is this not the goal? Like, seriously, of every band to like spread it their just sounds like to people? It just sounds like what? It just sounds like the normal song with the guy, though. Well, yeah, it kind of does. There's no it's difference. Pop punk band playing pop punk music. <laughs> it's it's pretty much just just like if if you went to a, a garage show and someone was playing a cover. But, like, it's more bland than when We Are the In Crowd redid um, Sick Transit Gloria. Like, oh, my God, that was so I bad. Can't even we, talk don't, about we, that. We, we don't, we don't make, make mention of that cover at all. Like, oh. like those three I'm, songs I'm that they had put out. Shirt right was, now. I'm going to throw up. Am I wrong for, like, mildly enjoying it? It comes nowhere close to the original, yes. but, like, as far as coming out, <laughs> no, it's not bad. Sure, it is shutting you down, Tony. Totally. <laughs> she said it is bad and you should feel bad. But I love Weird In Crowd. Like, I have a love, 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 love for Weird In Crowd. <laughs> and then they were like, we're going to put out this song. And I'm just like, yes. And then I listened to it and I was like, no. What was the band recently? Was it Real Friends? Real Friends covered mixtape. And there were kids. There were kids on Tumblr that were like asking if they wrote it. Oh god. Uh, old Grey and uh, oh 
my god, I hate everything. I thought you were calling Tony. I thought you were calling us old and gray for a second. I was no. like, whoa. <laughs> no, old gray and I kill giants did um, yeah, old gray and I kill giants did a cover of Sako Amaretto Lime, and this one, this is like the greatest cover I've seen of a brand new song. It's better than when Tiger's Jaw did Moshi Moshi. Like, it's pretty great. You should check it out. You know, I really that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. Moshi Moshi is probably my favorite brand new song. And oh, it is my favorite brand new song. Well, this is better than the Tiger's Shark. We're gonna, like, Tony, we're gonna like fight really later. <laughs> They're just gonna <laughs> storm right at it. We're gonna get a what's his name? Um, oh my god, what's the old man? Old blood black man, big hair. Um, old Greg, um, old Greg. Yep, old, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> old Greg and Chicken George are gonna be promoting the show. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, so um. Y'all can um, have your brand new scuffle later. <laughs> we'll I already later. win. Well, speaking of albums that, that that we all love, um, I kind of wanted to to see um what albums we all just kind of pick from when we're either really happy or or when we're sad and we want to get back to that happy place albums. Which I I it might take take you guys a few because I know we're all gonna pull our Spotify and our iTunes. Yeah, um, I have a couple I'm right ready. now. Yes. Oh, Tony's already I'll, I'll, I'll drop. Tony, yeah. All right. Um, I got a couple albums. Motion City Soundtracks, Commit This to Memory. Ooh, I was yeah, listening to that today for the, that reason. We got a love-hate thing going on. We need to slow this down. <laughs> we, um, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about you yet. Are you my favorite guest? Are you my least favorite guest? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we all but um, Into It Over It's Proper is always a good album. That's a good album, yeah. If, if I want to feel bad about what I've done, I listen to Bright Eyes, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. <laughs> but um, anything anything pre-Foley to do Fall Out Boy gets me through all my problems, too. Uh, okay. That's about it. Praise. Praise. Now, I, I know that it was weird. When I had gone through like like a dark time and like I wanted to, to be happy, I thought that I was supposed to listen to sad stuff. Didn't really work out that well, but I did put I played um, Half Mercies or Earth pushed um, the Earth pushed back like probably way too many times in the human should ever, and that was like one of my favorite albums. Um, the Albatross Fo Foxing that was like a go-to album. Um, but if I'm like trying to like work my way up, Pleasant Living from um, Tiny Moving Parts has has, Ooh, been, word. has been like like my get me out of. Um, Streetlight Manifesto. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget what the album's called though. And um, Temple of Plenty. Somo. Oh, so yes. Yes. Temple of Plenty is so perfect. And um, Salad Days by um, Mac 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 DeMarco, which is like a really kind of like. There's some like sad bangers on there, but set to like really happy like. Dancy indie music. It's 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 pretty. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. My family friends, my, my my friends would be like, oh, so. We, do do we have a oh peppers? Tony, yeah. Tony, say it. Whatever I happened? I, no, I forgot one. I forgot like the uh, epitomal album to get you over any problem. But if no one else mentions it, I'm gonna have to say it. I want someone else Just to mention it. it. I want to see if I lose faith in you guys. I'm not gonna wow, say it. Damn. You know I have terrible taste in music. I, <laughs> um, oh my. It's... Gosh, I feel so much pressure now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, no, um, it's... Like, 
It's um. He's like, don't worry about it. Say it, Tony. It's um. Suburbia, I've given you all, and now I'm nothing. By the Wonder oh, Years. You know, I, I would probably be oh, upsides yeah. at some point, but I, I wasn't yeah. sure about it. Yeah. So, uh, the upsides is a close second, but Suburbia does something to me. It, it knows. It suburbia knows. hits you in the feels, like, hard. Right there, true. Why true. The album is, like, suburbia touches my soul. Oh, yeah. All right, sorry. Sheridan, please. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm more of a playlist kind of girl. Yes, um, as as, me Like, too. I really am. But for the sake of this conversation, um, when I need to, like, you know, I don't know, change my blue to yellow, um, which is a generic phrase that I use to say lifting my spirits, um, I'm going to have to go with Everything in Transit by Jack's Mannequin. Oh, okay. Um I guys, I'm really stuck in the early 2000s. Let me tell you. Okay. Um, like also, <laughs> "Bleed American" by Jimmy World is another good one. Sweat. Um, but really, like, I think I utilize albums more for when I'm feeling very like overwhelmed, um, and I feel like you know, like anxious and you know, a little insignificant, and I just need to like calm myself down. Um, and for those, I have to say Peripheral Vision. I know it's early in the game, but damn, like that album can get it. Um, <laughs> also, uh, the self-titled album by the Fleet Foxes is another one that really just kind of like soothes me. Mm -hmm. um, but really, uh, when I'm very stressed out, I, I always go to Deja. Like that's, that's my, my go-to for sure. We wouldn't expect that anything. That's a safe like bet. One of the most ooh, Tony, that was slow. <laughs> I'm just missing everything tonight. God damn. That's okay. <laughs> hello, fr hello, friends. The air little is little pat on the shoulder. It's okay. <laughs> Guys, I'm I'm here to Wrong encourage. Album. Like, I know, but, but I it do. was a brand new reference anyway. Just let me have a moment. I love you. I love you. Anyways. <laughs> so much love. I love this show. <laughs> Ashnick. Hi. Um, okay, so I actually have a playlist called This Song is Very Important, which is like my ultimate... Oh, like. am going to go follow it right now. <laughs> um, my Spotify handle is Ashley Overdrive, which is a testament to how seen I really am. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so it really is. You have 50 followers? You are seen. Do I really? Yeah, I don't you do have 50 followers. Oh, 52 now. Dude. Oh. Yo, this playlist play is right. A day to remember. Interesting. Hang on. Let me see. I don't know if I can do it from... Make. Oh, public. yeah. It's private. Hang on. I literally just made it public right now. Yeah. Babe Talk exclusive. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Follower one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not loading okay. for me. The first couple albums that come to my head before consulting that list are Bound to Composure, uh, Separation. The album to is literally like my religion. So great all the way through. Like, I don't get I it. I can't even put into words how many feelings that album makes me feel, which sounds really silly and ha ha, like you were feelings, whatever. But like, the f it just blows my mind that somebody can put together like lyrics and notes, like, tones in your ears and specific, like, rhythms 
and and levels of sound and like layers of sound and they can put it together in such a way that just kind of like makes you feel something like what the fuck that's so cool so it's such a ride ride all the way through all the time i have said that probably same sentiment to cam boucher like a billion times songwriting it's like it freaks me out how people like this is why I'm not a musician. Like somebody can sit down with a guitar and then just come up with something that shapes my life. Like that fucks with me, you know. You know, and, and, like, I it love stays with you, you for like so long because not only do you go through through those feelings, but like it's it can be a triggering thing too. Yeah, like, it'll can, spark exactly. Memories. Like okay, so separation for sure. Um, basically anything by my chemical romance pre danger days but anyone who True. knows me knows this um do, 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 do. i have um what records do i have um oh the lumineers self titled they were really known like 2012 for that song hey ho but they're really good and that that album is like it's very soothing it's very calming and it reminds me of like you know like getting ready for bed and kind of just like collecting yourself and it's just calming um I guess Wait, did you say the Lumineers? I I feel like it cut out. Yeah, the yeah. Lumineers. Yep. I like found Dead that record. Dead Sea is one of my favorite songs oh, of all time. Sheridan, I freaking love you. <laughs> no, like Ashley I didn't and I were getting married this after episode. this. Okay, so it's good. I'm wearing lipstick. I'm ready. Let's do this. I'm so ready. Ready. Anyways. All right. <laughs> I'll stop yeah, by my way across the I country. I do live in Kentucky, though, so <laughs> I'll relocate um, to you. Okay, cool. I'm about it. Um, separation, Lumineers. Um, I think Modern Baseballs, You're Gonna Miss It All, is, like, very just, it's, like, everything you're going yeah. through is happening, and it's happened to everybody else for the most part, but, like, mm-hmm. Here are your feelings put to words and sounds, and you're like, what the fuck? And then you're like, yes, oh my gosh. Um, like it's so weird. Modern Baseball did a really great, great job with just like you um, know, saying like how mid twenties are. I have yeah, it's like not even your awesome. like cool, cool, deep feelings. It's like just your like I hate everything and I am a slacker feelings. You know, yeah. just the spectrum. I remember listening to your graduation and like I was like going through some. stuff stuff with a boy but and it was just weird and I was like I heard that song for the first time like before the album came out so this must have been winter 2013 I guess um and I was like wow this song really speaks to me and then like I kind of just put all these pieces together and like wow this song reminds me of this person and also relates to my life on so many levels I was like aggressively punk dance in my kitchen listening to that song on repeat like I couldn't. I didn't have wireless speakers, so I'd take my phone, like put it in like a big bowl, so it amplify louder. True. And just, like, True. Oh, that's my life. That's my life. Like, make dinner. You fucking miss me. Like going crazy. So that album is so important. And what sucks is I have two copies of it on vinyl, and both of them are warped. And I'm like, no. Well, I'm so sad. Anyway, that, and also Lord, uh, Pure Heroine. I think that's a very, like, soothing, calming, kind of, like, collect yourself, go through many emotions type record, and a lot of people just kind of wrote her off for Royals, but that album, dude, that album slays. It is very good. Ten out of ten. Do recommend. Can't wait to hear what she does next, and that's enough rambling from me. Uh, I forgot a few, too. Like, I was going to say, um, Amy Winehouse's, um, self-titled, um, I, what's Ooh. the subtitle? Was it Rehab? Back, back to Black. What's wrong with me? 
<laughs> Back to Black, um, that's a great album. And also, um, Kimmy Dawson's Remember That I Love You. I was going to go back yep. to Tom because Wonder Year is like, Upsides is one of those albums that like I listen yeah, to. Too. I mean, I like listening to it in its entirety because like, it kind of just like goes through like a story. It's all, not like it's literally, but it it progresses very well. And it, it's kind of one of those like special occasion albums. Like, I'll listen to songs from it, but you go and listen to it like the whole way through. It's like, mm-hmm. like I remember listening to it one of the very last nights I was on campus before I graduated. That and like a bunch of other songs I remember listening to like freshman year of, of college because it was all like full circle. Like Natives by Blink-182, which was off Neighborhoods. Which I say that, I'm like, yeah, that came out my freshman year of college, and people are like, wow, I feel old. And I'm like, really? Like, it was a newer album. You shouldn't feel that bad about yourself. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> <some> time, <laughs> it's like, slow down. We ain't that old yet. Um, I have a confession to make. Anyway, yeah. I, oh. A- after, um, <laughs> after, after a breakup... I'm not going to say which one, but um, after one of my breakups, I found a lot of comfort in Miley Cyrus's Seven Things. And I love you. I'm going to throw that out there. I'm going to throw that one out there. I listened to Seven Things, and I was like, thank you, Miley. Thank you, Miley. (laughs) How did you just find yourself listening to that in in, in, (laughs) in any word word after 2012? Well, I... It was recent, but uh, oh, I was like listening to it, and I was like, like I was thinking in my head about stuff, and I was like, oh, that sounds really cliche. I was like, that's probably song lyrics, and I was like, wait, no, those are song lyrics. What is this? And I was like, oh, that's Miley Cyrus. That's incredible. That's a song about Joe Jonas or Nick Jonas. Something about Joe. Oh my god. Like I remember, I was driving up to to go to my graduation, and it's like, you know, my school's far, four hours away, and I was driving, like, up for a ceremony, and I put a, a bunch of, I put a bunch of albums on an offline playlist that I just hadn't gotten around to listening to, and one of them was the new All Time Low record, and I was, like, getting emotional about it, like, it was, like, a mess, like, there's one, like, kind of, like, slowish track on there called Missing You, and, like, Every line of that song, I was driving um, by myself on like this vast empty highway, middle of nowhere, upstate New York, and I'm just like, "Oh my mom is still making me cry. I can't do this." <laughs> like, and um, it's still the new, new broad. <laughs> Wait, did did words what? I missed oh, I thought it was me, so I didn't say anything. Oh, yeah, so uh, did I. <laughs> no, it was Ashley, okay. No, 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 it's Ashley's fault. Um, no, okay, uh, uh, repeat what you said, love. Um, um, where did I cut off? I, upstate off New York, upstate New healing York. things. Oh, yeah, well, I was just, like, driving through, and I was like... Like, All Tight Love, for me, is one of those bands from, like, you know... 2009 that was like really important to you and you cried when you couldn't go to their show even though it was three hours away on a Tuesday night and you were like you know fucking 12 or whatever um god dear count me in for real (laughs) I saw them for the first time last spring and I was oh it was really fun I thought it was gonna be just like a bunch of like rabid like screaming annoying fans that like I just wouldn't be able to tolerate but I was like no this is great I'm having so much fun let's do this again um so, new Autumn Low and new Broadside Record both also fall into this realm of albums you kind of just take comfort in. Ooh, I think it's the longest I've heard Steven. you rant about music. Me? Talk about Bear 
Whoa! Because I was gonna mention it, but I figured you'd all heard me talk about that enough. But I could totally <laughs> get into it. So. So you, uh, you, you need an album. What, what, what did you say? Oh, Carrie and Lowell by the Sufjan Stevens, the newest album. Oh, see, when you mentioned graduation and like reminiscing, that was that's like probably one of my like lasting like final memories of undergrad was like walking around campus after my night class listening I just like left my night class early because I was like I'm graduating like fuck this um so <laughs> I left and I walked part. around listening <laughs> listening to the new Sufjan album oh and it just it may it makes you feel a lot of different emotions but yeah. you know he just has like a comforting voice and it's <laughs> he sings a lot in that album about like loss Mm-hmm. Like, you can have, like, even if, like, the music isn't even, like, you know, specifically tuned to your taste, you kind of just put on a record, like, um, not that this is a bad record, but the first Escape the Fate album before, like, Escape the Fate just went to shit. That, al that <laughs> always makes me think of, like, like, eighth grade? Eighth? I think it was eighth grade. Um, which is, like, such a random time in your life to, like, be happy about. But it was just like that was when I first started discovering music. I went to my first show that summer, like my first like local show that summer, um, and it just like brings me right back to like you know wearing you know black band T-shirts every day in private school and and trying to be a punk badass while not getting kicked out of school. You know what? I think it was Norah Barkley's, um, um, not Odd Couple. What was the first one he put? Saying Elsewhere. Oddly enough, now that we're thinking about like miles to bring you back to like great places, um, it's it's buried within the rest of my albums that I'll shuffle through. But I remember this when I first got my first iPod. My parents had given it to me for um, helping clean out my Nana's house when she passed away. We were um, taking trips up to fucking Phoenixville, um, Pennsylvania, and one of the first albums that I have actually like purchased and put on my iPod was um, Demon Days by the Gorillas and Saint Elsewhere. Demon days. Demon days. That's rolling it back. God, I remember Feel Good Inc. Like the song creeped me out, but I was like, it was one of those things that creeps you out, but in a way that like you're intrigued, and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. I want to oh, listen yeah. to this forever. Because that was like, like I don't want to say like one of the first kinds on the radio, but like it was definitely like people would look at it and be like, oh, this is alternative, and like this is rock, and like there's a rapper in there, and there's a, and there's a person singing, and he sounds that like bass one of these two worlds. And, and it was, yeah, it's, it's hypnotizing. It's, it was beautiful. But so, <sighs> so, so we're, bad feelings, aren't they a thing? <laughs> they but are you know thing. what? Sheridan's actually, not, is, is used to feelings, and she talks about them, and we're going to transition. Oh, good segue. <laughs> hey, thank you. It's, it's kind of my thing. That's the, only, that's the only reason why I host, so that I can actually do segues. I don't care about Who else would ask us about our day, though? Oh, exactly. Thank you, guys. So, um, we have a beautiful thing that, that I instantly <coughs> got, got behind when I um, started, started to hear about this, and it's Punk Talks. Now, um, we're going to interview you. Um, we're going to talk, talk about your project and everything. We're going to get into... Um, your head about the stuff that that goes on with everything um in the order that i see i see ashnik i see tony then i see myself so we'll start to ask questions in that order after you start to give an excuse me an overview as to what you do so for, for, okay. for the record, please state your name and your occupation and what you do oh my god uh my name is sheridan <laughs> allen 
My occupation is, um, I suppose I will say social worker, um, in general, general social worker. Um, and I run an organization called Punk Talks also, which is a cool thing, I think. It is very cool. Should I? Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, um, I was going to ask kind of, can you tell us about how you got started or how Punk Talks got started rather because I feel like so many people are definitely advocates for you know mental health especially in the music scene for people who are on tour so many months out of the year or you know someone who might just feel like their mental health isn't all there but what was like the beginning of this and what made you want to be like yes like I want to make this a thing and kind of just the, the backstory of punk talks if you will well um okay I <laughs> This, the really like the inception of Punk Talks really is a little more self-centered than I would care to admit. Um, but as I said, I, and I guess for anybody listening that doesn't know what Punk Talks is, I offer free uh, counseling and mental health assistance for touring musicians and industry workers. Um, but I have always been kind of isolated from any type of like real music scene. Um, I actually just went to my first like basement show, like my first house show in April when I went uh, to Boston for like punk talk stuff. Um, yeah, I had never been to one. Um, so I was really like all of the, the music that I was kind of, I don't know, was made available to me was all like stuff that I found online. And I was just kind of in that whole, like, I'm in my final year of college. I feel like this community is where I belong, but and I want to get involved, but I have no idea how to do that. Like, I'm not, I don't play an instrument. I don't want to be in a band. Um, I'm not a photographer. I'm not a journalist. Like, what can I do? Um, and I was just, like, feeling really restless about it. Um, and I didn't know anyone in the music industry at all. And one day, while I was blow-drying my hair, I was thinking about, you know, how I just... It was really just kind of like a quarter-life crisis kind of deal. Because I have, you know, one skill set, <laughs> which is helping people. And it just kind of dawned on me, like, you know, um, these these people are young. They're, you know, like, they're on tour all the time, but they're not you know, not always making enough money to, like, live comfortably. They're in a van with, you know, five to six other people for weeks on end. They're sleeping on floors every night. Like, how, you know, how could they be in a good place? And then they have to stand on stage and, you know, well, assuming that I'm only talking about musicians here, they have to stand on stage and, like, sing about these memories or, you know, feelings that might not be so pleasant for them every night. And that really resonates with a lot of, you know, fans, but can be very taxing on on people. And this, you know, was not necessarily from, like, the me guess. I was really guessing at, like, how these people were feeling just based on, like, those observations. Um, and so really, like, I just was like, you know, why the hell not? Like, let's give it a shot. And um, so I just kind of announced it and, you know, once, like, one person that worked in music saw it, and then, you know, a couple other people saw it, passed it along, and, you know, finally after a bit, it just uh, really took off, and people started to get behind what I was doing. 
that network is like the most powerful tool. So like it's so nice to be like one person saw it and then a bunch of people saw it. I'm just like, yes! Seriously. Like this time six <laughs> months ago, I did not have, I had zero industry connections. I did, I could not name one person that worked in the music industry that I knew personally. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. All right, Tony, go ahead. Oh. Oh, isn't it you? Okay. Well, oh, fuck. Okay, now I'm on the spot. All right. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, I thought we, you were Can we come back? <laughs> I, I don't know. Can we come back to me? I'm so sorry, you guys. Uh, well, no. Um, I, it, I I think what what you do is, is just, like, completely awesome. But I, I'd also want to know where does Spark 2 help others had come from? Like, 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 was there like a thing I'm sorry, that, can you repeat that? Where, where did your spark um, come from for wanting to help others within, like, any facet? Oh. Um, this <laughs> is also kind of an interesting story. I started out as a music business major, um, actually. My first semester, I was music business and um, kind of realized very quickly that um, if you want to make it in music, it's all about who you know. Um, which was, you know, quite a revelation to have at the time. And I had, uh, I had like, gotten a job um, at a homeless shelter just kind of by chance during my first semester of college. Like, I'd applied to work at the thrift store, and because of the way that my class schedule worked out, was sent over to the homeless shelter, and I worked in, like, the intake um, office, and I worked um, with, it was a community outreach program, so they provided, like, uh, free clothing and furniture to people in the community that were on government assistance programs and um, I really really loved that and I loved like interacting with people and just like you know really you know working to improve the lives of the people that I worked with and to improve the community that I was living in um, and after I realized that music business was not the path for me um, Social work just seemed like a very obvious choice. Like, I've always been pretty compassionate and empathetic. And, um, you know, once I had figured that out, it was kind of like, oh, you know, why didn't I realize this sooner? And uh, from there, I really have just worked in, I've tried to work in every aspect of social work that I can. I just, I just love helping people. Like, I, I can't even describe it. I don't know. That's really fantastic. Like, like that's, oh, that's like, it's, it's a very, like, selfish thing that, like, you know, to want to, like, give up your time to, like, you know, improve the time of others. Selfless. Selfless. I was hoping that I said, though, I like, said it is. right, if not, it's going to be a like, really weird thing. It's okay, I'm an editor, this is what I do. No. <laughs> Edit my life, Ashley, please. <laughs> editor IRL. So... Okay, I'm ready now. Tony, Tony finally showed up. He's got his shoes on. He can, he can to play talk. the game. Hey, welcome to Babe Talk. Sorry, guys. Um, anyways, so my question is, is, like, you've found success through networking and everything, and people know who you are now. People, like, Punk Talks is a name. But oh, what would wow. you say? <laughs> is it? Well, like, it I mean, is. it's a... It's a name. It's a name. The same way we are. We're small, but people know about us. Like you're right, doing your yeah. thing, and you should own that. You you're hustling, punk talks girl. Is a thing. Keep cutting it. Hustle. You have shirts. Okay. We don't remember that. That's remember true. that. You have There's a lot of things that we don't. <laughs> is that the mark of success, though? Shirts if, are the mark of success now. Great. <laughs> well, we something we don't have. But anyways, 
you have all these things, and besides having shirts, what, what would you say is, like, the most rewarding moment you've had where you're like, this is really a thing. This is a thing people actually notice and people actually care about. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Whew, no, I know what you mean. Um, oh, man. Uh, I... Sorry, I, I, there, like, I feel like this happens to me every day. Like, every single day I am shocked by, like, somebody that I really respect telling me that what they think what I'm doing is cool. Um, the first time, I guess, that this, that this was, like, a revelation to me was, um, I guess when I was approached by, um, Ryan from Prawn and Sorority Noise, uh, he saw, like, we just had followed each other on Instagram, kind of, like, for no real reason. Um, no, 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 how Instagram works. And um, I had posted, like, this was in, like, the very, very early stages, um, had posted, like, when, when I got my first logo that my friend Liz Schmidt designed. She's amazing. Everybody look her up. Um, I had posted my first logo, and he got in touch with me and said, like, I think what you're doing is really cool. Um, and I would love to, you know, talk more about how we can help you. And um, so Ryan passed that on to, you know, Cam and uh, the guys in Prawn. And then, you know, from there, they believed in what I was doing. They told their friends about it. And it was just, like, insane. It was, it was just an insane thing to, like, you know, have, like, modern baseball follow me, which, you know, I work with them now and, like, know them on a personal level, but that was, like, probably the weirdest moment, <laughs> you know, when, like, these bands that I really respected that, like, I've considered some of my favorite bands to say, like, hey, we believe in you, and I don't know, it was crazy. That's so That's awesome. so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's surreal. It, it's surreal. So nice. Oh, it just like warms my heart. It makes me feel a little warm and fuzzy on the inside because I'm so proud of you. It's just like, yeah, it's like I'm definitely a big advocate for like mental health awareness and like stuff like that. And especially in like your your article, it's like about um, the post you made about sad boy, sad girl culture. Like, I was like, yes, someone finally said it. Like, I mean, I could rant about this on the internet all I want, but like the fact that someone like had a platform to say like. Hey, we should probably stop glamorizing being depressed because it's not fucking mm -hmm. cool. Like I was just like, preach mm, it. Like I was just so excited. So I love that. Um, so obviously this is young. You know, this is in its infancy, and it's obviously on a great roll. And I love that. And uh, you know, we got all. Of, we've all got your back. Clearly, where's like. The one-year plan for Punk Talks. You know, where do you see yourself saying oh like a year from now, two years from now? Like, and what what do you think would be like the ultimate goal? Like, what what's your ultimate you know pipe dream with Punk Talks? Oh my God, I dread this question truly because um, oh no! in my mind, like, <laughs> no, it's it's mostly because I don't want to think about the future because I'm a human, um, but. Uh, I mean, really, like, it's it's very hard for me to say exactly, like, where I think or what I would like to happen because I truly never thought that Punk Talks would be in, in the place that it is now um, at all, let alone, like, 
within six months of creating it. Um, but uh, I would like to say um, a year from now, I mean, I would just like, you know, still like to be doing what I'm doing, like going around to shows, talking to people about what I do and who I am. Um, and, you know, just hopefully I would like, you know, within the next year or two for there to be, a, you know, less of a stigma about industry professionals saying I need some extra help, whether that's from me or or a qualified mental health professional, like a professional therapist. Um, but, you know, my pipe dream, I, I would love, you know, to to have an office and do punk talks full time and have a team, of course. I don't know how realistic that is, but, um, you know, that would, of, of course, be my pipe dream. Um, and, you know, relocate to the Northeast because, you know, what is there for me in Kentucky with punk music? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, I really, um, I'm trying to just kind of take each day as it comes and, uh, you know, kind of let punk talks guide me. I like that. That's good. That's cute. <laughs> it's guiding you, though. It's guiding you. Um, like, I scrolled through your blog and everything, and obviously, like, people people notice you, and you have partnerships going on, and um, there was the Playlist Project, or was the Mixtape Project? Um, Ooh, the Mixtape Project. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Mixtape Project? Okay, let's make sure I got it right. I remember you talking about being a playlist artist, so I got lost. But um, oh. <laughs> talk to us about that. Like, how did that partnership come about? Did they just ask you to do it, or? Um, yes. Okay. So Joel Funk runs Thirty Six Vultures, which is, um, it's a, and I will forever plug Joel and Thirty Six Vultures because he is amazing and what they do is amazing. Um, it's you know just like a you know music review kind of stuff, but they also um work really hard to reach out to like people in the industry to like personalize them a little bit you know what I mean or to humanize I guess would be the right yeah. word there um, and when I first created punk talks um, I really like didn't know what I was doing for a long time and I created the blog and just kind of assumed that when I created the blog that people would just find it um, and it wasn't until February when I created the Twitter and Twitter is really uh, that's really what kind of launched me off, but um, it was literally the day that I created the Punk Talks Twitter account. Uh, Joel had stumbled upon it, and he made this post on 36 Vultures about how, you know, he thought it was a really uh, heartwarming thing in the scene, and he, he loved to see it. Um, and then he approached me pretty soon after that about doing the mixtape project, um, which was one of my favorite things that I've ever done because, you know, like making a playlist and having a platform to like show to people, like that's the dream. It, yeah. um, it's like so, being given like the world's like biggest auxiliary cord and you just like hold on. Oh my God, yeah, right. it was, perfect analogy. It was fantastic. Um, it, I loved it. And uh, I know that they, they featured Ryan from State Champs recently, Ryan Graham and... Uh, I, I don't, there were some other really cool people that did it too, and so I was, like, stoked to be a part of it, um, but everyone should check out 36 Vultures and Joel and everything he's doing, they're awesome. That's really cool. No um, now, I had wanted to delve more into, um, you as person, um, 
what what made you want to get into the awareness of um, mental health? Like, like, was there anything that that had um, happened before that you were just like, this needs to be a thing that needs to be predominantly talked about within a scene, um, and like, or like, wanted anything else, like, like, um, like special victims or or um, um, the physical disabilities or or something along mm -hmm. the lines of that. Um, well, and I, I am a huge advocate that, um, every social worker has a story. Uh, I mean, every person has a story, but every social worker, like, when you, uh, study social work, you have to choose, like, a track, kind of, like, you're, you're asked to pick, like, a concentration, and every social worker has a reason why they choose their track. Um, and I actually have two tracks, which was mental health and child welfare, um, and so that's what I do now. Uh, that's like my day job is I work for Child Protective Services. Um, but with mental health, um, I mean, you know, really like kind of my baseline initial interest in it just came from, you know, being an angsty emo kid growing up. Like, you know, I had like the normal emo kid feelings, which I want to stress are normal and they do, like, you do learn to control them. They don't, you know, have to take you over. But, um, so that was where my initial, like, just kind of interest in it, um, kind of happened. But, oh, can you guys hear me still? No, I can hear you. Yep. Okay, sorry, I paused for a second. Um, but, um, and also, like, I am very nerdy when it comes to social work and, like, very... Like, I just am fascinated by, like, all parts of it. I love it. Um, but I also have um, a close friend from high school who um, was diagnosed with schizophrenia and had some kind of, like, some, I guess, like, he just had some things that happened to him um, as a result of that. Like, he committed a violent crime, and he's now in jail for that. Um, and it was, like, a direct result of his schizophrenia, and, like, you know, uh, he was denied access to any type of, like, psychiatric treatment while he was awaiting trial, and, um, you know, so I kind of stepped in that role just to, uh, you know, the baseline coverage that I could provide him with, and it really just encouraged me to learn more about, like, even more than I already did about it, and I had taken some graduate classes and stuff, so I just kind of educated myself throughout my, uh, you know, education and social work, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's very interesting to me, like, to learn the way that, like, the reason why people do the things they do, and, like, to learn the way that they process things, um, I just think it's fascinating, and, um, you know, he really... He is a totally wonderful individual, and, um, you know, he really inspired me to help other people that, you know, feel just totally overwhelmed and out of options. That's great. That's so sweet. That's really great. <laughs> you're, like, don't, don't get a big head, but, like, you're kind of a hero. I don't know if you oh know that, God. but, like, you're 100% selfless. <laughs> You really don't care. You just want to make sure other people are doing well. You're you're here for nothing more than betterment, and I, mean, it, I don't know. It takes it. it that's takes pretty. A um, yeah. It's like so many people like just Thank don't want to talk about um, it, and I like that you're bringing this up. Like people are like, especially the people who joke around, like, "Oh my god, I'm so fucking depressed." It's like, 
okay, like, for people who, like, make light of it or, like, how, again, like, the sad girl, sad boy culture, like, glamorizing kind of, like, you know, being really sad and stuff. And, like, but there, the, it, it blurs a line sometimes in the music world especially of, like, all right, like, I'm writing about my feelings as, like, you know, it's catharsis. It's me helping myself and, like, relating to people. Or it's, you know, the, like, the one years had a teacher that said half pop punk, half anxiety. And I'm like, but I don't want to be half anxiety. Like, yeah, I am. I'm probably mm -hmm. more than half anxiety. I'm probably 97% <laughs> anxiety. But it's not me fun. Too. No one right. wants to be that level. You know, it's just people who kind of, like, toss it around. To me, it's not, like the worst thing in the world, but I just wish people would realize, like, these are real problems, and people who are, like, legitimately sad and, like, don't have the courage to ask for help, like, you need to be there for them, and, like, just, again, like, it's, like, a really big, like, personal issue for me, like, I've struggled with it, I'm sure as many people who are watching this have struggled with it, too, and it's just, bringing that issue to light is so fucking important to me, and the fact that someone's out there, like, doing it and doing it right, it's just, like, yes! Yes, Sheridan. <laughs> well, um, thank you. And I would also like to say that there are a lot of sociologists that argue that there is no such thing as a truly selfless act. So keep that in mind. Um, but I, um, on on the one hand, <laughs> on the one hand, I totally, uh, I obviously agree that sad culture is bullshit and it's it's dangerous, but. Um, I do, I do see the merit in bands like The Wonder Years and Real Friends bringing light to the issue, and you know it. Yeah, it's important because it, you know, it does let people out there, you kids out there, know like you're not alone. There are other people that feel this way, and like you know, The Wonder Years and I'm not sad anymore. Like that was huge. That was huge oh. for kids and. And now with Joy Departed, and, you know, Cam does a fantastic job at showing the light at the end of the tunnel. And I do agree that it is hugely important to talk about because, you know, we're so okay with, like, you know, posting on our tumblers about how we want to die and how, you know, how just, like, we don't want to get out of bed in the morning. But, like, we'll never say that to a friend. We'll never tell our friend, you know, like, I really... I just, I'm not feeling it. I want to jump off this bridge right now. Like, it's okay to feel that way, but you have to understand that, like, there are people that care about you and that there are people that want you to know that, like, acknowledging your feelings is okay, but, like, dealing with them in a productive way and eliminating this idea that you have to be sad to be, like, edgy or glamorous or or creative, like, that's even better, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think oh, this is I that it. I've... It's it's weird because like we won't there 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 guests that that will come on and like they'll they'll have their own projects or they'll have like you know bands and they'll be like you know we want to make relatable music but there there there's yet to be a person that I've run into at least that's just like there's 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 like a not a solution but like a soothing cream and like you seem to be that that like soothing um, hot cold. Pack. You're that aloe vera. You are the aloe vera that that the scene had desperately needed. And, <laughs> oh my and gosh! It's, 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 and it's absolutely a wonderful thing to get 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 behind. I love um, that. It, it is 
great talking with with you and, and talking about pop punk talks um is is there anything that that's happening around um the punk talks universe that's um being taken to the next level like are you, are you doing are you going to be doing more shows to, to raise awareness um i have some things in the works um that i'm scheming with right now um, that I will divulge at a later time when they're more solid, but, uh, I will just say, uh, Philadelphia, you need to keep your eyes open. Um, Sick. That's me. I, <laughs> ish, ish. I, um, have partnered, uh, with Sorority Noise really to, uh, you know, to work with them about, like, they're, I mean, four of the most talented, wonderful human beings on planet Earth, and, uh, you know, we just work together a lot to, uh, you know, talk about how depression is not trendy. Um, so I go to a lot of sorority noise shows to do that. Um, and I will be at some, I will be at some of the Motion City soundtrack uh, tour shows in, like, end of July, August, around, uh, it'll be, I think, Kalamazoo and Peoria and Indianapolis, which is my... Uh, the Indianapolis is my old stomping ground, so all my friends from high school better be there. Um, and I am actually doing a lot of uh, interviews with different media platforms right now. I have pulled up on my laptop um, an interview that I'm doing for Table 3 Media. And um, nice. I probably am not really supposed to talk about it yet, but I was actually just approached by Alternative Press this morning. Sick, girl! Uh, so don't we said about that. <laughs> but um, I am meeting with with someone from Alternative Press tomorrow um, evening to talk about punk talks. So uh, right now I'm really just still trying to get the word out and talk about um, you know what I'm doing and how you can be more aware of mental health and how you can be practicing self care. And, uh, you know, just trying to do as much traveling as I can and come hang out with me at a show. Oh, I you also... Guys are, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. so sorry. I just forgot um, that I will be, like, pretty much any show in Newport, Cincinnati, I am at. Um, but also, I will be at Columbus with Modern Baseball and Say Anything, um, yes. I think, in next week or in the next two weeks. So That's come really hang cool. out with me. That's really cool. You guys are doing Wrecking Ball, right? Um, okay. Well, I will be at Wrecking Ball, yes. Um, so, yes, yes, Punk Talks is doing Wrecking Ball. I'm not sponsoring like I was with Bloodfest because, um, as you all know, the, these are, like, this is pretty much a self-funded and, like, donation-based project. So, um, Wrecking Ball was a little bit out of my price range to sponsor, but um, I will be there. Yeah, so come find me. Come hang out with me. Now, what's the best Sweet. way for people to get into contact with you? They want to be a user. Oh, well, I exist pretty much solely on the internet these days. <laughs> um, so the best way to get in contact with me would definitely be through email, and that's just punktalks at gmail.com. Um, but you can also find me on Tumblr, which is punk-talks at tumblr.tumblr.com. Or tweet me, DM me, you know, I have a Facebook, I have all social media platforms, except Instagram, because, like, I don't really know how I could effectively utilize that, but maybe someday. Um, 
But yeah, pretty much like find any of my social media platforms and reach out to me and I will holla at you because I'm one of those people that cannot be off of my cell phone. So Sharon All right, now, it's Sharon now enough punk talks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like like literally one once we had learned about it, I was just like we need to have her. We need, we need to have her come on. Oh, you guys are so. the best. Oh, we tries. We tries. Babe Talk X Punk Talks. I, yo, same, same. We stand. We stand. Oh, yay. <laughs> I love that. It's three X's down, 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 down the screen, so I guess we're now also straight edge. What's up? Oh, not for long. Oh, no. It's not for long. Not for long. <laughs> Gonna break in in five minutes. In five minutes. So, nice. um... Typically, we end the show with the musical show showcase, and it's easier to be like, "All right, guys, let's show everyone good night." Um, but before we do end show, um, as I was saying earlier, it has been it's 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 now um, Ashley's last show with us. Um, I, I, you know I, what? I'm just I just want to put it out there. I'm so glad that like my last episode was with like with Sheridan with Punk Talks. Like I said, like just cause is like so important to me. So like. Really perfect, like fitting final guest. I'm so proud of you, Sheridan. I'm so happy that I got to work with you guys, Tony and Ollie. This has been like such a fun experience. Oh my god! Like my episode on Bay Talk was almost exactly nine months oh ago. God. Like that's so fucking weird to me. Like I was in my do like my apartment at school, being like, I guess they're gonna interview me about stuff, and then. I talked with Ollie on the Google Hangout until two in the morning after our broadcast. <laughs> and then afterwards he's like, Will you join our you were on the phone with Tony, you're like, Will you join our staff? And I was like, Yeah and it's been so great. I'm so grateful to have been here. You guys are all fantastic. You made so much progress. I'm so proud of you. You're all my babies. Now so, I, I'm, I'm so proud I'm of always you. Say that. I am going to California. Um, it's if you don't watch the Phantom Planet, you're dead to me. I, California! I, mean, I, know, I, know, I know, it's going to happen, don't worry. If it's a touchdown, that'll be the track that plays. <laughs> but um, I had personally wanted to um, thank you for everything that, that you have done. Um, I will always say that Baby Talk was a small thing that would never, ever have been brought off the ground if we did not bring you onto our... Um, staff and i mean it from the bottom of my heart we had built the skeleton for the work but you were literally the cement that had built our home and kept it solid um <laughs> from just all the insight from what you have had before with um running poz showcase and coming on and just like we i, I attribute you to be the mary poppins that just came in just Word. like fucked everything together <laughs> and just, just like all right now i must leave children and and now i'm just gonna Word. be just you're comparing me and Julie Andrews. That's so sweet of you. And, and, it, and it's and it's the real truth. And like I absolutely love you. And I thank you for everything that, that you have done. And um, that's that's yeah. So oh, I love you guys. I like Mary Poppins because I was gonna say you're like between a fairy godmother and Nanny McPhee because you just kind of floated down with your magic wand. And then you were like, okay, everything's perfect now. Bye. <laughs> so bye now. <laughs> So speaking of a year thing, um, I think I'm going to announce now that um, Bayfolk's actually going to be um, putting out a compilation um, around August of, of bands that have been featured on Babe Talk um, and a select few others that we believe um, are going to be good for your eardrums, um, where it's going to be called Solving the Puzzle. Uh, it's going to benefit 
um, the Autism Society. Um, we're going to be putting out physical CDs in August, and we're also going to have digital copies available. It's all going to be um, really cool, really fun. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, so again, everyone support um, Punk Talks with everything that they do. We'll definitely be sharing all the news and latest and greatest stuff that you will be um, announcing within the next few weeks. Um, Ashnick, we love you. Love you more. Tony Peppers, you're, you're, you're a person. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Molly. So from all of us here at, at Babe Talk, we tell you all good night and enjoy the rest of your evening and life and stuff. Bye-bye. Yay!